a gentle breeze and autumn leaves take place. We see a gravestone adorned with a wealth of flowers and long melted candles. Healthy moss has begun to grow along the bottom, dyeing part of the stone yellow and green. On its face, we see the name Flint O'Hare. And team, we can do this one of two ways. You could either have your moment alone, each of you, or you show up together. Not really remembering what happened, just knowing that he's gone, but you're okay and you're safe. It's up to you. I think together, maybe. I think together, just to change it up from all of the yeah. solo scenes. Yeah. Do we know, like, how long has it been since the last... I think it feels pretty hazy. Okay. Uh, all you know is that it's going to be okay. You know that the funeral happened, like, a way long time ago in the past. This is a little ways later. I think uh, Beth's eyes are red, uh, like they had been kind of sniffling and crying in the car on the way over. Uh, and uh, I think maybe uh, uh, they're holding like Gert's hand, and Cassius has their other hand on Gert's hand, so it's like Gert is in between them. Oh, mm-hmm. Jim. Um, I think, uh, June is maybe a little high. I think June is maybe not coping with, like, visiting Flint in the best way. For sure. The car pulls up. You're there. There's only so much you can do. But what do you do? I think in lieu of something like flowers, uh, Beck has brought like, you know, a coffee <laughs> and like a couple of donuts, like for Flint. Uh, kind of like sets them by his headstone, like they're having breakfast together. All right. Hey, buddy. Oh shit! This this is this doesn't get easier. June, you okay? You on Earth, bud? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm off the hard stuff. Yeah. Okay. I just miss him. Cassius, what do you do? Solely. With that experience that I got from failing that sensitive check, Mm. I leveled up. Oh boy. And the next level I was taking was opening up the spooky class. Ooh. And the opening move I was picking was the sight. 
Oh, can you go ahead and read that for me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The sight. You can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. You may communicate with, maybe even make deals with, the spirits you can see, and they give you more opportunities to spot clues. I love that. I would like to try to use my sight and see if I can see Flint. I'm afraid that you don't. You see a faint magical aura all about. You feel odd. Like there is a strange orange and blue lights about as things start to click in your head. And yeah. When you can see this now, what is it what does it look like for Cassius? Does he have special eyes? Does he have does it just sort of passively happen? What what does it look like? I think I think it is more of just sort of like he just sees the spirits. I think he connected with Gert in a way that unlocked something that he used to have to try really hard to see or to experience, but now he can just sort of see things first. Lovely. Then I I think I can justifiably tell you then that what you're seeing probably feels pretty unnatural. Mm. Are we in the Matrix? <laughs> what do you say? What do you do? Huh. Like unnatural in a suspicious way? I don't know about that. Okay. Um, Just a little off? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't think any sort of danger sense yeah. kicks in. Okay. <sighs> Wish you were uh, here, Flint. I, um... I had something I wanted to give you, but, um... It all happened so fast, um... I guess I just didn't get a chance while you were still around, so... Um... I don't know if you can actually, like, hear any of this, but I just wanted to say thanks, Flint. Um... Gave me a lot of hope. Um, Showed me a lot of kindness when I didn't show you much at first, and, uh... Well, um... I wanted to give you this, but uh, when I was making the uh, the poster for the Jillian film, um, I got to talking to the kid, and um, he told me an idea that you guys had, so I took a break from my rigorous contract with the Jillian film, and I wanted you to know that even if you passed them, story wasn't over uh, and um, Cassius is just gonna like reach into his coat pocket and pull out a little packet of papers with like a three ring uh, a three hole punch and two brass fasteners and he's just gonna put it on the grave um, so I could get done in time but 
I hope you would have liked it. Uh, Matt, could you check the Facebook Messenger for me? Holy shit. Whoa, wait, what? It's not just... It's all he could get done in time. What the... the Audience, uh, Holy Soren shit. has dropped an actual, <laughs> like, screenplay into our mutual <laughs> chat for Flint and Steel. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> it's like 14 pages long, it's real. Based on the fictional <laughs> actual deeds of the good neighbors. It's just the first few pages, and it's a rough draft, but, um, I just wanted you to know that, uh, people are gonna know about your good deeds and um you know I'm not the only person you're gonna be a hero to that's all uh and if we want to do a bonus episode where we do a cold read of it I think that'd be really yes, of course we're going oh my God. are you kidding me I think oh. it's about time we start a Patreon cause yeah. that is like primo Patreon material oh goodness Shit. This is like a legit fucking script, y'all. Damn. Holy crap. Holy shit. Oh, I love it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Cash is just going to take a few steps back and I think he's just going to actually hold Beck's hand a little bit, squeeze it. And then, like, pat June on the back. Is there anything else that you guys would like to say? Um, I think June is going to kneel on the backside of the grave and um, say, Flint, I, uh, I have a confession. I was really pissed off at you for welching on our deal. Uh, you were supposed to fucking save me, man. But, uh, I, I think in a few ways, in a lot of ways, maybe, maybe you did. It just took me a while to realize it. And, uh, I don't think I thanked you while you were here enough, but uh, I think I can uh, at least do this for you right now. And uh, I think June is going to draw a sigil uh, on the back of the the tombstone and chant in some Klingon and uh, put up like a ward uh, in this little area of the, the graveyard. And, um, June will get up and say, uh, rest easy, old man. You, uh, you fucking earned it. I think, uh, you know, Beck has to kind of wipe away some more, like, silent tears off of their cheek. And, uh, breaks off a little piece of the donut and eats it. Um, gosh. My parents aren't like evil or anything. They're not even like the 
they're not like abusive or anything. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not bad. They just always like still do treat everything in my life like it's a face. Like playing video games or not going to a college or liking girls or really anything <laughs> karate. Um, but you were always game, and you're always really good at yes anding, I guess. I don't know. You're just, like, ready to give. And I think that's really cool. And I'm gonna miss it. I already do. I'm already missing it. I already missed you so much. <laughs> but, you know... It's cool. And we we got this. Because I know it's what you'd want. <sighs> and I beat your high score. So suck it. We hear, as the camera kind of pans away from Beck's face, the two drops onto the ground. They must really love you. And we see standing at a pretty great distance is Flint and a, a fellow who is wearing a pretty form-fitting beige trench coat. I would say they kind of look like Doug Jones. They have kind of a gaunt pale face and piercing blue eyes. They have their hands in their pockets as they stand next to you. And in front of you is that lush field of green grass where your friends are, loving you. And behind you is Deadlands. Bunch of broken ashen dirt, dead trees, fire. And Martin asks you how you're doing. Honestly, I feel like death. Reasonably. I cannot promise that you will get to say the things you need to say to them. I don't know how long you're going to make it. I can't promise that we're ever going to be able to stop. But in the last moments you have, you should show them what you want to say to them. I know how hard that is. Easiest thing in the world. I've kept my heart on my sleeve for the three of them since the get-go. A good way to live. And from wherever the fuck I wind up, I can't wait to see what they do next. You're a lot like me, you know? Oh. Everything's for everybody else. It's a noble thing, but it destroys you. Eh. I had a long run. 
Did you like it? Some parts. Some parts were shit. But in the end, I think it all worked out the way it should have. I hope so. It doesn't always feel that way, but I'm glad that you're finding some peace before it ends. It looks like the, what is sustaining you is running out. They can't hear you, but they'll know, they'll feel it. Is there something you wanted to say? And then we can kind of keep moving on. Yeah. Let's start with, uh, Cassius. He seemed to be looking for me or something. Listen, you never really thought too highly of yourself. It's something a lot of us had in common. You thought you were going to wind up being the bad guy. You constantly looked like you were afraid you were going to betray us or something, but... You were loyal from the second we met you. You never actually took, you just gave. Over and over again, and you, you made excuses to make it seem like you weren't giving. But shit, I was afraid you were going to give more than me. I had to beat you to this. You almost beat me with that arm of yours. Be kinder to yourself. And let others be kind to you. And Flint turns and... I think the two of you are able to walk a little bit closer as this like gentle wind brushes across you. The closer you walk behind you, every step deadens the grass. The world turns black behind you. Looks at Beck. How about you? Whole world on your shoulders. You're the protector of everybody around you. And still somehow you keep the levity where your biggest worries are. Whether or not your character is going to get high enough level or however those computer games work. I, I don't know. I tried Twitter, but it got hacked and then I lost my password and now I can't log back in. And that's uh, Martin looks confused as all hell. <laughs> Beck, every time someone's needed to step up, it's been you. When ever a monster showed up, you raised your fists or your chucks or your sword faster than anyone else. And you, you did it with an air of levity. But then when shit got bad, and I mean worse than we could handle, you stepped up in a way no one expected you to. You took on responsibility. You took people under your wing and you became a leader and you put more weight on your shoulders. And you still carry it standing tall. Proud of you, kid. Go be a hero. 
You walk a little closer. The tree that hangs above your grave withers and dies as you approach. to die you're not allowed to give up on yourself you you keep trying to numb and kill the parts of you that remind you of what you've been through but scar tissue is tougher than skin you're the toughest bitch I know you're a brilliant sorcerer Creative, able to adapt Vex techniques when your old techniques didn't work, or readapt your own techniques, adding whatever the hell mere Cassius could throw to you. You fought the person who gave you your powers and won, and then took their powers for your own. Don't let them take it back, and don't let them kill you. I'm sorry I couldn't save you, but to be honest, I never needed to. Because you're going to save yourself. I love you. All of you. Take care of Chalamet and the kid for me. And I'll miss you. But I'll always be watching. Uh, Flint, I don't mean to get ahead of you. I don't think you were done just yet. I can only do so much for you, but... I was asked a favor. Granting this favor is maybe the most selfish thing I've done in years. But I can't not do it. You're a good man. And I think you deserve to finish what you started. That's the best I can do for you. I don't have the spear, but I know where it is. There is a demon in your community that collects relics. Keep it out of the hands of mortal kind. Defend against them. I can't go get it for you. Intervening like this is sometimes beyond me. But get it. I trust you can. You're a smart guy. And you clearly got good friends. I wish you good luck. I can't tell what way the things you just said will manifest in their brains. They'll do it. They know what they need to know. I... I don't mean to... catastrophize. However... You are all now at the center of something very bad. And you're handling it remarkably well. But... Failure... 
it just won't do. If you lose, and I don't think you will, more brilliance and kind, and that matters above many other things. If you lose, we all lose. And I will have to do what my predecessors have done. If the enemy wins here, I'm sorry, but I have to stop this bread, and I will burn Constance to the ground. Yeah, you know, you're not the only person who's given me that ultimatum. Well, then I hope you take it seriously, Flint O'Hare. Oh, my apologies, Mr. McCool. Good luck. I think you're really the one that deserves it. And we pan up to the last leaf on this wilting tree. Fall off. And the camera pans around Constance, many sleeping in comfortable ignorance. Some we see lying awake now, both cursed and blessed with a newfound knowledge of the world. Lights stay on in the dark of night. We cut to many places across town. The community center, the train station, the lovely night inn all aglow in the night. We cut to a cabin in the woods, dimly lit. A blur streaks across the scene and breaks through the cabin door. We hear screams, gunfire, and we see a faint red light. And we close out.